Welcome to Retail Today, daily insights for brick-and-mortar retailers. Here's your host, Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doctor. Welcome to Retail Today, daily insights for brick-and-mortar retailers. Here's your host, Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doctor. Good afternoon, it's Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doc. Thanks for joining me on this last day of September where I am talking about Neiman Marcus. And Neiman Marcus is in the news because they exited bankruptcy this week. Uh, and they've decided to close Hudson Yards, but I'm going to give you three tips that I think any retailer can learn from what uh, they have gone through. And I am Bob Bibbs, the retail doc. If you don't know, I'm in my 26th year as a retail doctor. I work with some of the greatest luxury brands in the world from Omega and Hearts on Fire Diamonds and all kinds of other timepiece and clothing companies, all the way to regional chains and brands and even individuals, uh, mom and pops. But today I'm talking about Neiman Marcus because they are in the news. And, um, you know, the CEO, uh, Jeffrey Von Riemdunk, uh said just last week, stores are still really important. It's where the relationships gets created with the customers. And I couldn't agree more as a guy who has unabashedly been about promoting brick and mortar retailers for these 26 years. Yes, we have to have online tools. Yes, we have to use Bulbas. Yes, we have to do curbside right now with pandemic and all these other things. But the heart, the hub of what makes a retail brand great is going to come down to its store. That's why it was kind of interesting to see back in February how, as they talked about going into bankruptcy and the bonuses that were going to be paid out for roughly, I think it was nine of the biggest execs, that uh, the CEO stood to get a $6 million bonus from the bankruptcy after he's already paid $4 million in bonuses in February. Now, I guess if you uh, got out of $400 billion in debt, then I guess you deserve a bonus for that. that just for you to understand, that's how much Neiman Marcus sold all of last year between their two properties of, uh, I, well, not two, but they have Neiman Marcus and Neiman Marcus and Bergdorf Goodman. So uh, the other thing was that you really have to manage the optics during this kind of a time. Certainly people are on edge, but your customers and your employees are looking at what can we go through and uh, take from our retailers that we've loved for a long time. And so when I saw this just a few days ago, that the CEO is going to come back from bankruptcy by reducing headcount. And it wasn't just like, we're going to reduce a few people. It is, we are substantially reducing headcount. Now, what does that mean to me? Well, I, I scratch my head at that because a brand that has less people on the floor means it's probably going to be less likely. They're going to give great customer service. And that may not matter at a Walmart or at a cheaper property, right? But when you're selling premium items, that people can buy from multiple places in the world, including the brand's only direct-to-consumer market who's really going after all of that, right? You would think that the launching, the true north is going to be, we're going to double down on customer experience. That's not really what we've seen in the last week. And in fact, uh, in an article, it said, it remains to be seen if this decision to streamline staff, while we understand it's necessary to cut costs in tough times and align them with sales levels, doesn't impact service levels. And so we haven't really seen that yet. But what's more disturbing to me is the idea that luxury is a bespoke shopping experience. It is not mass market. And I've 
I've had trouble. In fact, I'm going to talk to you about a, a mystery shop that I did of uh, Neiman's uh, not that long ago. And in fact, I do that with a lot of brands. And I say, this is really awesome. This is not so awesome. But shoppers come into store for an experience with humor, uh, with human beings. Yeah, you can go through and you can bring out the latest technology and tablets and all these other things. And you can save John from having to go in the back and find out uh, if he has the size nine in that shoe. But you can't off-put building rapport and engaging a stranger. At the end of the day, we still have to overcome something that we all learned since we were children, which is what? Don't talk to strangers. Your employees need to know that so that your customers can feel welcome and relax, especially while everybody's wearing masks. But luxury is bespoke. It is about connection. Without that, I don't see how it works. And that's surprising because just the other day, the cover of the um, uh, uh, New York Post was Neiman Marcus CEO shows off mansion while employees get pink slips. And it talked about an 11 page spread in a Texas, uh, uh, you know, a kind of architectural digest showing all of the features of his home. And I don't begrudge the guy for that, but my gosh, when you're in bankruptcy, wouldn't somebody have said, you probably shouldn't be uh, featuring that right now. And especially in that same article, it says Neiman is giving rehired staffers just two months to pay the premiums that would normally have been deducted from paychecks. Apparently they'd been paying it while they're on furlough and now they're expecting that money back. Mind you, Macy's and other companies have done this and no one is asking for this back. We've never heard this before. And those who can't afford it are being told to take out loans to cover the costs. I talk about head scratching moments. It's not just the CEOs not managing the optics, but it's also what does that say to your associates who you really need to bring them back to uh, a different level of service? And what does that say to your customer base? Because everyone is consuming everything all the time right now. You know, the least of it is they're closing Hudson Yards. And don't get me wrong, they are closing an $80 million store that had about 180,000 square feet after a little more than a year at one of the most eye-popping, uh, beautiful areas in Manhattan. But yet it comes down to the basics, doesn't it? That employees are your most important asset. You make their day, they're gonna make the customer's day. And so if you're watching this with me, don't you agree that it's employees your most important asset? Wouldn't you think that the people that can most touch your customers are the ones you invest in and give training to? But that's not quite it. In fact, uh, I was in a Neiman Marcus, the flagship store a couple of years ago. I just happened to be in there and I came in at around Christmas time. I thought, oh, let's see what this beautiful store looks like. And I actually filmed a video of me. I think it had 100,000 or something views of me buying a leather jacket. Now I went in there uh, just to look around and in the men's department had like no service, not even like a hi uh, as I'm cooking out jackets that are five, six hundred thousands of dollars, not even a come over, help me figure out how to try it on. Here's a dressing room and none of that, like totally quiet. So I end up, I'm like, well, I kind of like this jacket. It's a color, you know, that looks good on me. And uh, so I ended up buying it in spite of the fact, oh, by the way, it was on sale on racks because they couldn't sell it at full price. God forbid you actually 
engage a stranger and say, wow, that looks great. Let me, let me put this with it. No, when I checked out, the young man said to me, after I've signed it, I'm ready to walk out. You know, that would have looked really good with a pair of black jeans. I go, oh, do you have those? Uh, no, maybe down below. It's like, great time to suggest after I'm out the door. And here's the thing. So many retailers are hurting right now because you don't understand it's being brilliant on the basics. I don't care what your widget is. I don't care what it is. There is nothing that has been invented yet that has been able to mimic a well-trained, engaged salesperson. Yeah, you can go through and offload an awful lot of things to apps. And yeah, you can give them a lot of tools. And yeah, you can shop virtually on a website and get all that. But make no mistake, that human connection of somebody opening their heart to another human being, that's where the gold is gonna be in 2021. And either you're gonna put money into your employees and you're gonna say, they're my most valuable asset or you're not. And so, you know, secret shoppers, my third point to you is that secret shoppers really tell you what an average customer experience is. Yes, there's a lot of fraud out there. You know, somebody's getting five bucks to do a secret shop, that's not it. But you really delve into it to understand what does someone who may not be familiar with the store, what do they come away with? And you really understand it. And that goes to your C-level execs, right? Instead of you walking through the store and doing a glad hand, why don't you spend actually 30 minutes on the floor and watch what happens? Because I'll tell you, when I visited their store in Hudson, uh, 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 Hudson Yards uh, last year, I think it was, I was shocked at how many people were just stationed at the front of a department waiting for someone to walk up to them and talk to them. I have to believe that's coming in the way that they're they're trained, but I'm here to tell you there's a better way. And that's why I encourage you to follow me because I'm going to be talking about sales training just a little bit here at the end. But you know, Neiman Marcus is not unusual. And I thought, all right, it's a luxury brand. I'll just check out their website today. I know um, Jared Lang is a, a shirt that I like. I'll just check it out. And lo and behold, uh, I was shocked what brand I was looking at because they're having a friends and family sale now where every men's Shirt is 25% off with this coupon and you get free shipping delivery. Oh, and you get more and more. I thought I was looking at a Macy's website with the free and extra. And so today I just want to tell you that the three lessons for any retailer to be looking at is manage the optics, manage the optics of working together. If you say it's we, we're going to do this together, then be careful of those moments when it looks like no, I. And that goes for several CEOs who are going through bankruptcy, the optics for the team. I don't know how you lead a team when they read how many millions of dollars you get and how they're being asked by personnel, whoever it is, to pay back their health care that they've been taking care of for the last two months. I don't know how you rally the troops around that. Uh, number two is luxury demands a bespoke personal touch, not less. So I don't know how that's going to work out in two of the biggest luxury brands in the world and secret shoppers let you know exactly what's going on in the store and i even have a bonus for you today hold on hold on i have a bonus for you that's right i have a bonus for you today and that was quite simply that uh quite simply that you can't build margin on discounting if you're going to try to succeed against all these other people who are couponing and discounting everything the way forward is not to give margin away. And every time you do a buy online, pick up in store, a free return, free shipping, you do a curbside delivery. The more you touch the merch, the more margin you take out of it. 
and then it's going to sit on a shelf or on a, on a on a rack. And because you don't have sales training, you didn't really figure it out how to actually sell the merch. You think the merch can actually do the heavy lifting of engaging a shopper. And yeah, on my case, I bought a leather jacket from Neiman and I love that jacket. Here's the thing. They gave away 25% and they didn't do anything with that first purchase. I should have gotten two or three other shirts. I should have had the black pants. I should have walked out there raving about the experience. And don't think I know that uh, Nordstrom and some of you other guys who have been around for a long time, you have work to do with yours too. And that's why I think, again, as a sales trainer, as a retail analyst, as a motivator, I work with the great brands to build the customer connection. And so I encourage you to join me on SalesRx where I actually take apart how do you build a, a how do you engage a shopper, discover what they're after, connect with their heart in a human way, not a salesy way, but one that ultimately gets the sale because I get it. There's a lot of people out there saying, oh, um, you know, if I walked up somebody, do you have this in a large? No, but we could ship it. And the answer is, oh, they're going to run to the tablet and ship it. That's not the answer because until I try it on, I am not satisfied. And when I walk out, even though you're going to ship it from another store and I might get it in two or three days, the reality is my eyes are still open. I didn't get fulfilled. I clicked or you clicked, but until I actually have it. So when I go down the mall or go down Madison Avenue, I'm open to somebody else getting that business. And that's going to take understanding how do you engage a stranger, discover the shopper, make the sale, especially in a pandemic, especially a pandemic, because half of our faces are covered with a mask. Unless you are committed to higher conversions, to higher margins, I think you're going to have a tough time competing in 2021. And now I'm going to take a quick look, see if you have any questions for me, any thoughts here. You can certainly type in and let me know. Uh, Desiree, I'm glad you I'm glad you like the topic. Uh, uh, Pete, this is not Zoom actually. This is a this is my stealth program that I'm trying out here today. So there you go. Uh, yeah, but see, Sharon, it's not needless markup. So that's what's so funny is people think Neiman Marcus, needless markup. They are they have been home to some of the most exclusive brands in the world and some with Bloomingdale's. But because of the, again, I think, because of this idea that we're just going to have more brands in a store, they think that that's the answer. No, the way is you have to curate it down and engage my heart. I told another story. Hopefully I'll talk about that at some point about a visit with Saks and Jimmy at their flagship stores, been with them 30 years, the one guy who would engage me, who got the sale because he did exactly what we're talking about. He was able to be human. We shared something in common. We were able to have a great moment. And I remember Jimmy, out of all the people I met on a shopping trip to probably a dozen stores, I made the purchase there and I'm thrilled. And look out because Saks has got a killer merchandising department there at that flagship. If you haven't seen it, it is amazing. Uh, Paul, how do you give rapport in a world where face masks closing the sale is so much harder? Paul, it's, it's no mystery. Either I hire and train the best, either I come in and I have a sales process or I settle. It's that simple. And here's a quick example. Let's say I worked at John's coffee shop down the way in Soho and I go to work at Starbucks. Do you think that they would have the audacity to say, oh, well, Bob's trained at Joe's. He'll make ours the same way. Hell no. They're going to make sure that they rigorously train me to make a Starbucks branded uh, coffee beverage or tea. 
They're not going to assume that I know it. And yet in retail, oh, you work for them? You can come here. And there's no sales process underneath. It's a mindset of clerking. And I'm passionate about this. I can hear my voice. I'm passionate about not clerking because the opportunity to engage strangers is there more than ever. We are scared and afraid. We are looking for someone to trust. The fact that I actually walked into your store means I thought I was going to buy something. I want to buy it. It is yours to lose. And in case you think I'm just some guy talking, I got the highest increase at South Coast Plaza, the number one mall in the world. I was going up against the Tiffany's and all the other brands you know. And when the owner came down to me and said, what are you doing down here? I said, it doesn't matter the product as long as I engage the heart. And that's what we teach with SalesRx. And I would love for you to find out more. You can just email me or comment here. And uh, let's have a discussion about how I can help you because retail is about being brilliant on the basics. We are being told a bunch of crap from digital natives that customers are not returning. They don't want to return. They won't. The reality is we are spending in some categories more than ever. It feels like Christmas in July for a lot of my customers who are saying, wow, this is amazing. Will it last? And I say, as long as you are prepared, then when that when those people do come in and you're getting that tailwind, right? People are buying bikes and pools and all sorts of things, then you can really leverage it. But if you're not, don't blame the customer. <coughs> don't go through and blame the internet or Amazon or Walmart. Look in the mirror. And when you see those things that I just shared with you uh, about Neiman Marcus, take a focus on your own business and say, wow, what, what are we really, what's the image that we're giving out? And does that actually fight what we're saying or does that actually make it better? Because I think an awful lot of people are having a tough time in retail because they forgot retail is about making somebody else's day and then they make yours. Letting jaded employees hang out on their phones, bitch and moan about having to wear a mask, you name it. I don't have time for that. If I give you a thousand bucks for a leather jacket, I, don't, I want you to say how high is up and make me feel something that I couldn't get from a computer screen. If that's not the mark for you, if you're saying, yeah, well, look what, look at the bonus that I walked away with. If we know that on, in addition, you're not going to be able to get that crew excited. And ultimately, you're going to settle for pennies when you could have had dollars. So uh, I'm a little passionate about this, and I hope you enjoy that. Uh, Renee, I'm not surprised Neiman Marcus makes money by discounting brands that are shown in mom and pop stores. This has nothing to do with mom and pop stores. Ultimately, it has to do with whatever your business is. I don't care if you are the highest uh, luxury retailer or you're mid-price or whatever. It has to do with what are you doing to make sure that you stand out in that customer's mind. And it starts by understanding what a branded experience looks like. Jennifer, if a high-end product is difficult to get in stock for sales, do you think it's okay to sell it manufacturers suggested retailers that are map. I see that's happening at Dick's. Would this be okay at piano retailer where digitals are on the back order? Jennifer, I'm totally with you. I want to sell what I have in stock. The idea that, you know, again, Jennifer, you love the X9621. Good for you, Jennifer. And I don't know whether that's a high or low end, but that's what you just get used to comfortable selling, right? You're like, okay, well, I like selling this. And so now when you're out of it, you have to go through and you convince me like, oh, you know, it's going to be coming in in two or three weeks, which might be six weeks or it might be eight weeks. And I'm a big believer of the bird in a hand is worth two in the bush. Maybe you like that one. 
but maybe you need to broaden your experience and say, oh, well, we don't have the entry levels anymore, but we do have the luxury, the mid price. I better get some training on that to be able to match what I know with what people need and be able to sell what I have because everybody's running into it. I don't care what industry you're in, we are struggling to get product into people's hands. But to think that we're gonna wait, I'm telling you, the wait gets you in trouble because you didn't really make the sale until it's landed in their house. I hope that helps. Shanna, you are the bonus. Margin discounting is murder on the bottom line. Build trust and value, engage, always offer companion pieces and follow up with gratitude. Boy, Shanna, that's exactly right. Follow up with gratitude, exactly. Uh, Nicole, what I love about brands like Neiman and Sachs is the exclusivity of it, a special feel when you shop at Bloomingdale's and Nordstrom. They're a bigger box, but you feel something different with than bigger, massive brands. I agree, Nicole. I had a guy, a Nordstrom guy in their Cypress, uh, California store who was great. I just had my colors done. Obviously, I'm dating myself. Uh, and uh, hopefully Off-White works on camera. And um, he was he was wonderful. But I'll tell you, I've shopped at a lot of Nordstrom stores and it's been hit or miss. And in the old days, it wasn't hit or miss. In the old days, and again, I believe the old days are what's the future of 2021, which is how do I engage another human being? If you don't master that art, if you don't train that art passionately, and you don't hold people to a high standard, I think you end up having people walk out of your store saying, eh, wasn't worth it. And that's really a shame. Sharon, rant on. There you go. So uh, if you like what I have to say, put it in comments below. Share it with your friends because I'm going to do these once a week. I'm going to pick whatever the retail story is of the week, give you three things that you can take away from it and uh, do a better job with your business. We can change the world by the people working and shopping in retail if we just give a damn about the people working for us. I'm Bob Fibbs, The Retail Doc. I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me. If you love what you heard on Retail Today, connect with Bob by visiting RetailDoc.com or send a message to Bob at RetailDoc.com. Thanks for listening. Love what you heard on Retail Today? Connect with Bob by visiting RetailDoc.com or send a message to Bob at RetailDoc.com. Thanks for listening.